This is Curious Minnesota, a Star Tribune project that sends staff from the state's largest newsroom hunting for the answers to great questions we receive from you, our readers. We're here to answer everything you want to know about the state's people, places, and culture. Welcome to Curious Minnesota. I'm your host, Hannah Sale. Today's show is about an iconic aspect of Minnesota culture, the accent. Made famous by movies like Fargo and perfected by your great aunt Barb, this upper Midwestern elocution is a marvel, a treasure. But why do we have it and where did it come from? Today we're talking with Star Tribune reporter Rachel Hutton and special guest Keely Walter, a local accent and dialogue coach. Rachel wrote this story for us prompted by a question from a curious state fair goer. Okay, what is your name? My name is Joni GT. And what is your question? Why do Minnesotans have an accent? Oh, and what inspires this question? Because I've been told told many times my friends, I have a few friends that are from Florida, that um, I have a very strong accent. Welcome, Rachel and Keely. I really relate to this question asker because I'm originally from the South, and every time I go home, people like to make fun of the Minnesota accent that I've picked up, which is rude because, Keely, we love the Minnesota accent. We love the Minnesota accent. It's the best of all the accents. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a great accent. It is a great accent. And before we get into the ins and outs of what makes the Minnesota accent so great, including a fun little accent contest that we did with our listeners, Rachel, I want to know a little bit more about what you found in your reporting in terms of the origins of the Minnesota accent. Where did this come from? Sure. A lot of people want to know why do we sound the way we do as Minnesotans? You know, we have the long O Minnesota. We've got the A and bag and people want to know why do we talk this strange, unique way? Well, there's kind of a common theory that a lot of this comes from all the Scandinavian immigrants to the Minnesota area and they've got those sort of characteristic sounds in Scandinavian languages. But I talked to a linguist at the University of Minnesota, Daniel Hatacha, and he suggested another theory which was there were a lot of immigrants to Minnesota from the British Isles that came actually before the immigrants from Scandinavia. And, you know, when you look at the accents from Britain or Ireland, they have a lot of those characteristic sounds as well with those A's and those O's. So it still hasn't been determined, but some academics should get on that one. Yeah. So, uh, Rachel, you are originally from Minnesota, correct? Yes. Yeah, sure. You betcha. (laughs) And you have a great example of the Minnesota accent, but I do want to give our listeners a quick refresher on what that Minnesota accent sounds like, at least according to the most famous showcase of it, which is the movie Fargo. Let's listen to a clip. Oh, I'm tending bar down there, Declan. Swedland's last Tuesday and this little guy's drinking and he says where can a guy find some action I'm going crazy out there at the lake and I says what kind of action and he says woman action what do I look like and I says well what do I look like I don't arrange that kind of thing and he says but I'm going crazy out there at the lake and I says yeah but this ain't that kind of place uh-huh. he says oh so I get it so you think I'm some kind of jerk for asking only you don't use the word jerk I understand then he calls me a jerk says last guy thought he's a jerk is dead now so I don't say nothing he says what do you think about that and I says well that don't sound like too good a deal for him then <laughs> you got that right all right, Keely, what do you think about this? I love the accent in this movie, but it does tip over the edge into the cartoonish 
And it's meant to. The movie is cartoonish. I remember a lot of people, my parents in particular, <laughs> being a little like offended about the accent in this movie and saying, we don't sound like that or feeling like we were being poked fun at, which, P.S., we, we are. Right. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. But it's doing all the right things. It's just doing it a little bit more vibrantly than you would hear in conversational speech. Right. We all maybe know a person or two who actually does sound like the movie Fargo. No. Yes, yes. I mean, <laughs> I, I can hear my dad in some of that with yeah. the word choice of the he, he says, well, he says this, well, he says this. In your story, Rachel, there's a photo of a list of words and how they're pronounced in... Keely, what's the term that you use for the, the, the boring... We in the voice coaching community, uh, we call it standard American, general American, but the fun one is generican, a generican accent. A list of the words in, in generican and then how they would be pronounced in Minnesotan. So I'm going to do my best generican accent and then have you all read them back to me in a Minnesotan accent. First word, bag. 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 So what is that, Keely? So bag has... In, in a generic accent, it has an ah vowel. It's mm-hmm. really open. Mm-hmm. But for us, we change it to like a tight monophthongal A. Mm. So it's like big. And some people, when they hear it, they almost hear it like big. Yes. Like a kind of dog, like a beagle. It's not yes. quite that. But it's from that oral posture where the, the jaw is tight, the tongue is pushed up, so that vowel gets raised. And it just gets really like... Tighten, extended, big. Right. Okay, so oral posture, I love that term. It, it's basically like how you hold your mouth, your tongue, your teeth, right? Yeah, it's how you hold the musculature of your face, primarily your articulators. Ooh, when, articulators. That's right. Your articulators. <laughs> how you hold your articulators when you're speaking. So right. every accent has a slightly different oral posture. But Minnesotans, we tend to have a tighter jaw setting, so our teeth are pretty close together when we speak. The lip corners are kind of tight and pulled back like you've got that tense smile you yeah. don't want to let anyone know if you're unhappy none of the mean things can come out and the tongue is pretty tense as yep. well okay root 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 I love this one I love this one because one of my very closest friends would always say root beer and room for room and roof for roof. Where does this come from, Keely? I don't know if I can pinpoint that origin. <laughs> to me, there's a lot of casualness or casualness mm. of articulation. If you get into root versus root, root is faster to say. Mm. This one kind of baffles me a little bit because I didn't know that this was a thing. But creek, as in Minnehaha Creek. Yes. I hear this more from rural Minnesotans would say a crick, but I'm a creaker on this one, actually. I'm a creaker. But I have heard people say crick. Okay. Boat. Boat. (laughs) (laughs) And I would do boat. It's really beautiful the way you guys say it. It's funny. It's so beautiful. It makes you smile and laugh. (laughs) The most amazing use of the word boat is if you ever go up to the fishing museum up on the North Shore, which I visited many years ago, they have recordings of Scandinavian fishermen (gasps) from preserved from decades, decades past. And there's a man who's speaking about his fishing work, and he says, well, I go out on the boat. And it was about that long. I'm not even kidding. He held it for like three (laughs) seconds. It was like, well, my boat. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. This is kind of comparable, but no. 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 It's that same Minnesota all. No. 
Oh no, and it's that it's tight and it's like a a pure O. So it's it is. It's pure kind of as beautiful. the driven snow. <laughs> it's a monop thong, so it goes right to that O. Whereas in generic, and it would be a diphthong, and it has two parts. It would be like oh more open and have yeah. like a little glidey sound. Whereas we just go oh that yeah. flat snow. Yes, snow. Okay, milk, milk. So I definitely say milk. But I know a lot of milk milkers. I know a lot of milkers. <laughs> yeah, a lot of milkers. Crickers and milkers. Crickers and milkers. <laughs> okay, now this one, this one I, I really do not get because I didn't know that anyone said it any different. Lake Harriet? Yes, I would definitely pronounce this as Lake Harriet, as in the hair on your head. Right. Yeah, most of us wouldn't know there's another way to say it. Right. Especially here. Right. Because Harriet is like the one way to say it. But if you're from the East Coast, you might say Lake Harriet. Harriet. Oh. So it's like the lady's name, Harriet, versus Harriet. Gotta be honest, I'm a little biased, but I think the way we say it is prettier. Harriet just sounds like you're screaming in someone's face. It does. Well, when you think about East Coast accents, their oral posture is more open. You have to open your mouth wider to say Harriet. Uh, An East Coast accent can sound more aggressive to our ears Mm -hmm. because it is louder. And that's just culturally different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's interesting what you say about sort of the stereotypes associated with accents in terms of the Harriet sounds kind of like you said, kind of pushy or sort of overbearing. <laughs> yeah. And then we have those stereotypes about East Coasters. So right. yes, we do. But there's stereotypes about Minnesota accents, too. I mean, what are they? What are the stereotypes about Minnesota accents? Well, I think a lot of people say that they're kind of cute and sweet. And I have to say, sometimes I feel a little bit self-conscious about my Minnesota accent because I think there are stereotypes that it's a little bit sort of naive or a little bit of country bumpkin kind of. I know, Keely, I think you mentioned Rose Nyland from the Golden Girls as sort of a very lovable, endearing person, but also maybe like not the sharpest tool in the shed. Yeah, but we love Rose. That's what we love about her. Yeah, we love her the most. Yeah. But I think if you're trying to like pursue serious academic work, you don't (laughs) necessarily want to sound like Rose. One of the things that came up in your article is that people use this phrase, I have a bad accent. And, And I don't know that they necessarily mean the negative connotation of that. It just is supposed to to suggest like how how severe or pronounced their accent is. But people often and say like, oh, I have a bad accent. And that kind of bums you out, Keely. It bums me out so much because <laughs> I love I love a good accent. Yeah. I love I love so many accents, but Minnesota, I have, you know, has a special place in my heart, of right. course. And when people feel ashamed of it or that it's bad or they have to hide it, it really bums me out. And also because American accents generally are becoming so much more homogenized over time. We're we're smoothing, we're all we all want to smooth everything out. We all want to sound like whatever television teen drama accents we're hearing that day. Right. And we're losing so much of the nuance of of what makes different places unique. Mm-hmm. And part of that, I think, is because people move around so much these days. There's a lot of less geographic isolation and also media. Like you said, people are hearing people speak in so many other ways. There's less isolation. I think that's really interesting because we did this Minnesota accent challenge. We asked our listeners to record themselves reading a sentence and we packed this sentence full of words that we see as particularly like 
good examples of the Minnesota accent. We got a ton of responses, which was really heartening, but several of the people are Minnesotans, native Minnesotans who have moved away. One woman even called from Taipei. I think it really speaks to the idea that your accent is so tethered to your home and your identity and where you come from and your roots or your roots, as it were. And <laughs> and I, I just thought that was really, really sweet and, and speaks to what you're talking about, Keely, which is that having an accent can be a point of pride and also something that connects you to home. So on that note, you selected a couple, Keely. Let's start with Jay Nelson. Oh, my gosh. Hey there. This is Jay Nelson calling from St. Paul, Minnesota, originally from Maple Lake, Minnesota. So excited for the chance to enter whatever contest this is. Anyway, you can go ahead and wait for me to shovel the snow, and then we can go ahead and grab the bag of milk and the root beer. Thank you. Have a nice day, y'all. Y'all. You. I love this example. It's absolutely beautiful. I love how she says St. Paul, that like really flat St. Paul is yes. so nice. Yes. Um, the bag is in there so prominently. It's just gorgeous. Yes. Um, and then she's got, when before she says y'all, which is, you know, as we know, a, a proper Minnesotan phrase. <laughs> <laughs> and then she corrects herself, but like she she says, thank you. And it has that like gorgeous, tight oral posture, the tight lip placement. Just really sweet, lovely. Let's hear from Lynn. My name is Lynn and I'm from Boarhead. So yeah, here we go. Wait for me to shovel the snow and then we can go grab the bag of milk and root beer. So she has a nice root beer, of course. Yeah. You can hear here, like, she's doing all those things we heard in the Fargo clip, but they're more subtle. They still exist. It's still a a real thing. Yeah. And you can hear how that accent is the same. It's just a cartoony version. She says, so yeah, here we go. Yeah. And I it's love that. so great. It's so yeah. Instead of yeah, we say a lot of yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's the one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay. Stacy Rodell. Hello. My name is Stacy Rodell, and I am from Bloomington, Minnesota. Wait for me to shovel the snow, and then we can go grab the bag of milk and root beer. Okay, bye-bye. I love her milk, of course, and I love her, okay, bye-bye. <laughs> so great. And she does this, hello, and you can hear that little owa, yeah. which is an off glide. Oh. And it is because the musculature is so tense in the mouth that when she is done speaking, she still has a little bit left, that hello. And it's mm. like the snow. And it's a really Minnesota feature. Mm. All right, Victoria. Hi, this is Victoria Ford. I was born in Minneapolis. I live in St. Paul now, and I've moved away and back from Minnesota a few times. Wait for me to shovel the snow, and then we can go grab the bag of milk and root beer. Thanks. Okay, she's more subtle than the others, so a a lot of Minnesotans listening are going to be like, she doesn't have an accent. I don't hear one. (laughs) The milk is the giveaway to me, the milk. Yeah, the milk is like, it's there. And she's still still got a lot of the features, but she's much more subtle. But again, Mm. it's like you were saying, a lot of these people who have moved away submitted because the people who have moved away are the people who have had it pointed out to them. Yes, totally. And so they're more aware of it than the people who have always been surrounded by it. Yes. Let's hear from Andy. My name is Andy Howard. I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And here's my recording. 
wait for me to shovel the snow, and then we can go grab the bag of milk and root beer. Okay, Andy is like my perfect example. Yeah. And Andy's so good that I feel like he was practicing this at home. It's so perfect. Yeah. Every single sound is there represented from the beginning of his intro to the end of the clip. He's like checking all the boxes. Yeah, he's a voice actor. We planted him. (laughs) No, no, you're right. He is. He's got it down. I mean, that is that is Minnesota to a T. Even in the way he says recording. Yes. Which is not one that you think of as being sort of Minnesotan. No, you wouldn't put it in your sentence of Minnesota words, right? But even the way he says that, I feel like it's like recording. Yeah, so that I-N-G, recording. Yeah. Yeah, that happens a lot. Who's your favorite, Keely? Andy's my winner. (laughs) Let's just crown Andy the champion. Okay. You definitely get, um, let me say this, bragging rights. Brag. Brag. Rhymes with bag. Yeah, bragging rights. Bragging rights. So you get that, Andy. And congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) That was like super, super fun. Thank you guys so much for coming and and talking about Minnesota accents. Had a blast. Should we all just do a good like Minnesota? Yes, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. All right, that's it for today's show. I will leave a link in the show notes to Rachel's story, which has more details, and that clip from the movie Fargo. We'd love to hear your feedback about this podcast or any questions you'd like to see us tackle here at Curious Minnesota. So send us a note at curious at startribune.com. And a final word, this will be my last episode of the Curious Minnesota podcast. I'm leaving the Star Tribune for a new opportunity, but Eric and Ash will keep the Curious podcast episodes coming. I've so enjoyed working on this show, and I thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening to Curious Minnesota. We want to hear from you. Ask questions and read more stories online at startribune.com backslash curious. Our show is recorded at the Star Tribune's headquarters in beautiful downtown Minneapolis, and our music is produced by Matt Gilmer. If you like the show, please rate us on iTunes or leave a review. And until next time, stay curious.